Welcome to Love Unlimited Church Online. My name is Mark Rodriguez. I'm the pastor of the church. And today we have a great service prepared for you and your family. Before we jump in, I'm going to ask you to do a few things. First of all, you'll see on the bottom of the screen, there's a QR code. Grab your phones, open the camera app, and click on the link so that you can follow along with today's message. You're going to love it. It's going to be great because you'll be able to have all the Bible verses and all the bullet points that I'm going to share. Also, if you're watching on Instagram, go ahead and click on the little paper airplane on the bottom of the screen and share this message with your friends you can also start a watch party if you're watching on facebook and if you're watching on youtube make sure that you subscribe to our youtube channel that you like this video and that you leave some comments commenting during the message and you can do this on all platforms it's great because it helps other people that are watching the service know that they're not watching church by themselves guys people receive jesus and draw closer to god every week because we share these messages so go ahead and do that thank you so much for tuning in today now here's the message well hey we can't deny that right now our country is living an extreme amount of pressure there's so much tension. There's so much division. We see in almost every single state that uh, people are divided. Our country's divided. You know, the presidential race has been decided by a handful of votes. And as Christians, we're living in this world. We're surrounded by people, or maybe you today, you feel like you're just going to explode because there's just so emotion. Maybe you're disappointed by the results. Maybe you're disappointed by the way that maybe the president is acting and this stuff is driving you crazy. It is consuming your life. The other day, I, I was looking at the, a can, right? A can of, of hairspray, because those of you know that I, I like to make sure when, when I'm not wearing a cap that my hair looks nice, right? And so I'm, I'm reading the back of the contents of the can because, you know, people now are talking like parabens. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. And, and there's so many chemicals that you're putting in your body. And, you know, as I'm putting hairspray, I'm like, man, this smells pretty strong. I wonder what's in it. And when I turn it around, there's this little label that says contents under pressure i completely lost my train of thought and, and i thought you know there should be a warning label put on people that i meet sometimes i, I have never seen as as many stressed out people as i've seen in the last few months right covid elections and today i want to talk to you about something there's this well-known stress scale called the Holmes Stress Scale, which lists the 100 most stressful events that you can have in life, all right? The, the death of a spouse, it's huge, a divorce, the death of a loved one, etc. On that scale, I, after I have went through it, um, preparing myself to start this series, I discovered that the single most stressful time of the year is the period between Thanksgiving and New Year's, and that's on a normal year. Right now, forget about COVID, forget about the presidential election, forget about the social um, tension that there exists now in our country and, and things that are happening, a hurricane, and it, it, there's all this crazy stuff happening in the world. All right, so now throw in the most stressful period of the year. People start to worry about presence. They start to worry about parties. They, they start to worry about all kinds of problems that happen, the gifts, the finances. Some of you worry about the relatives you're gonna have to see. I actually read a hilarious meme today and it says, save money this Christmas. Talk about politics during Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> the stress level goes up significantly. 
Someone has said that, that this is the season to be uptight. I went to Target the other day and I really haven't been to many stores uh, since this whole pandemic thing. And, and let me tell you something, nothing destroys the Christmas spirit faster then, uh, you know, you walk in to Target and it's like the end of August, October, and the Christmas decorations are starting to go up and you're like, oh my gosh, Christmas is coming, right? And, and honestly, I was pretty shocked because I couldn't even find a parking spot. I, I was starting to worry, like, what is happening, right? We're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. How thankful are you going to be in this season, when there's problems in the economy, there's problems with, with unemployment, when things aren't going your way, how will you be thankful in tough times? In Philippians chapter 4, Paul says in verse 4, may you always be joyful in your life in the Lord. Is that possible? Is it, is it possible to always be joyful no matter what circumstance that you're in? You're probably thinking, Pastor Mark, that's impossible. There's no way that I can be joyful all the time. Well, let me tell you something. It is because it's rooted in God's word and God's word does not lie. You know, one of the words for the Lord's Supper in Greek is the word Eucharist. You've probably heard it, um, especially those of us that have grown up in the Catholic faith, the Eucharist or the Eucharisto, which means I receive with thanksgiving. I feel like I need to share a couple of scriptures with you on, on this strategy for surviving the season of stress. And I know in my lifetime, there has never been a November to December more stressful time than there is right now. So much division, so much anxiety, so much tension. And then we turn to God because we're Christians and we see that God says, don't stress out. I mean, I mean it's, it's crazy, don't, don't be anxious. All right, and, and I, I want to walk us through as we prepare for the holidays, as we prepare to live our life and be a light in this season of light and to be a, a person of hope in this season of hope because who are your friends going to turn to if it's not you? And many of them will turn to you and if you are not prepared to be hope, where will they find it? You are the gospel that most people are going to read. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then he says, Finally, whatever is true, whatever is noble and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about such things, and the God of peace will be with you. See, in this very short passage, we have four keys to surviving stress. They're very simple to say, and they're a lot more difficult to apply to your life. And so what we're going to do in this short series, In All Things, we're going to look at two steps today, and we'll be looking at two steps in the next message. Step one is worry about nothing. And step two is pray about everything. So let's look about worry about nothing. All right. Our first point, verse six says, don't be anxious about anything. Don't fret or have any anxiety. That's easier said than done. It's no sweat to say it. But as soon as you're finished saying it, you start to worry like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to live like that? The Smithsonian Institute magazine in a recent article says that we are in the golden age of anxiety. We not only have micro worries, 
which are your personal worries. But now we are confronted with macro worries, worries of the world. What's going on on the other side of the world? What, what countries are shutting down? It's, it's no wonder why people are so uptight. They get up in the morning to an alarm clock. <laughs> to an alarm. Have you guys heard some of these alarm clock sounds like bam, bam, bam? It's the craziest thing. And, and that's how we wake up in the morning. And it sets us off in a negative mood in the first place. And, and it's not uh, the comfort clock. It, it's the alarm clock. Then the first thing that you do is, is you grab your phone and, and maybe you go to social media or you go to check email or you go to check the news and you're bombarded with, with COVID cases on the rise, turmoil over the presidential election, countries starting to shut down again, how the world is completely upside down. How can God tell us that you need to worry about nothing? Dr. Walter Calvert did a study and discovered that 40% of your worries never happen. So there's 40% of the things that you worry about, they're never gonna happen. So out of your list of, of 10 worries, all right, pick out four, throw them out because they don't count. 30% of your worries concern things that happened in the past. You can't change the past. And worry can't control the future. All worry does is mess up today. You can worry about the past all you want, but it's not gonna change. The past is the past, it's over, it's gone. It's not going to control your future. No matter how much you worry about the past, you can't control your future. All worry does is mess up right now. I'm gonna say that again. All worry does is mess up right now. You can't control the past. You can't control the future. And 40% aren't even going to happen. So 70% of your worries are worthless. 12% of your worries are needless health concerns. Like the hypochondriac, do you have one in your family? I got like 10, all right? Um, and the hypochondriac that wrote on her tombstone, I told you I was sick. 10% <laughs> of your worries are insignificant and are petty issues. So that leaves us with eight. Eight of your worries are actual legitimate concerns. Here's what I suggest for those eight, all right? For that 8% is pick a worry time every day. You decide, I'm going to worry between like 4 o'clock and 4.15 every day. And that will be your worry time. Then when worry comes in your mind the rest of your day, you're like, it's not worry time. That's, that's for 4 o'clock when I have my, my worry session. Let's bundle them all up. Let's bunch them together during one period so it doesn't ruin our whole day. Pick one period of the day and say, that's when I'm going to worry about these, this 8%. That's when I'm going to cover the legitimate issues in my life. Worry doesn't change anything. How do you unlearn it? Notice what Jesus says, Matthew 6, 34. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. He's saying, don't open your umbrella until it starts raining. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today is the tomorrow you will worry about yesterday. Don't do that. The key to reducing stress in your life is to live one day at a time. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to have its own problems, its own issues. And you know what's interesting about when Paul wrote this in Philippians is that he was actually in prison. He was in prison in Rome in a dungeon and he's saying, don't worry about anything. Here's step two. Pray about everything. In everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. 
You're probably saying, I don't have time to pray. So many people tell me that, oh, but Pastor Mark, I, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to spend with God. I don't have time to read my Bible. If you use the time that you have for worrying, for praying, then you'll find the time to pray. If you prayed as much as you worried, you'd have a whole lot less to worry about. Don't add any prayer time to your schedule. I, I, and don't clip this and like share it all over the internet and, and misinterpret what I'm trying to say. All right. But don't add any prayer time to your schedule. Just pray when you used to worry. If you do that, you'll find you have plenty of time for prayer. He says in everything, not just some things, but everything. You can pray about it. Some people think that God only cares about religious things. God only cares about how many people I talk to about Jesus. How many people I invite to church, my, my giving, my tithing. Those are the only things that God cares about. You're probably asking, so is God interested in my car payments? Yes, he is. Is God interested in my post-nasal drip? Yes, he is. He is interested in every detail of your life. The Phillips translation says this, when you pray, tell God every detail of your life. God is concerned about the big things and the small things. He knows every detail of your life. He has even the hairs on your head numbered. The God who made everything, made the thumbprint unique on every person, who made every voice print unique, who made every snowflake unique, has no problem handling the details of your life. There is nothing you cannot pray about. If it's worth worrying about, it's worth praying about. Let's say that together. If it's worth worrying about, it's worth praying about. There's nothing insignificant to God. You can pray about anything and everything. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, unload all your worries on him. He is looking after you. You have to learn to unload your problems instead of worrying. Prayer is a tremendous release valve. People ask me, how do you handle stress? I just turn it over to the Lord. I release it to God. I love the Greek word for this unload in the scripture that we just read. It literally means just let it drop. You're carrying a heavy load today. And God is saying, just let it drop. Turn it over to me. Let me give you rest. See, it's not toss it or throw it or leave it 15 feet away, leave it six feet away, keep it socially distant from you. It says this kind of load that is so heavy that you, you couldn't just hoist it over, you couldn't just throw it over the fence, just let it go. He says, that's what God wants you to do with your worries, dump them on him, unload them, learn to unload your stress through prayer. Paul says, unload them, give God every detail of your life. Peter says, unload all your worries since he's looking after you. I read recently that major life insurance companies have done studies and discovered that if you attend church every week, all right, guys, listen to this. If you attend church every week, you will live on average 5.7 years longer than people who don't attend church every week. And you're probably thinking, why? That's crazy. That was some religious guy that did the study. No, it wasn't. It was, it was insurance, life insurance companies did this study. I, I know why. Because people who go to church unload their stress to the Lord. They decompress. They let God have their worries. If you don't talk it out to God, you will take it out on yourself. When you swallow up your worries, your stomach keeps the score. I mean, you feel sick to your stomach. 
Check out what 1 Peter 5, 7 in the Phillips translation says. You can throw the whole weight of your anxiety upon him, for you are his personal concern. James says, you don't have because you don't ask. Just ask God to help you with those worries, with those problems, with those stresses. Here's the insight. No problem is too big or too small to pray about. Paul says, if you want to relieve stress, here's what you do. Worry about nothing and pray about everything. Simple, right? But it's something that we have to learn to do over and over. It sounds easy, but it's so hard. Today, God wants you to unload all your worries to him. God wants to relieve the stress in your life. He knows that you're carrying a load that you were not meant to carry. Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, who are carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. God wants to give you rest today. Make a decision today to surrender your worries to God, to surrender your life 100% to Jesus. And all you need to do is pray. That's what we learned today. Pray about everything. And so I'm going to invite you right now to close your eyes and to repeat this prayer with me. Every single person in the room, pray this prayer out loud. Close your eyes and pray with me. Say, dear God, I come to you today and I say, I'm sorry for the mistakes that I've made, for the sins that I've committed. I give you my life. I give you everything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer today, I wanna be the first person to say congratulations. This is the best decision of your life, to surrender yourself to God, to surrender your worries to him. And I wanna help you on this journey. All you need to do is text the word CONNECT to 786-541-1020. Text the word CONNECT to 786-541-1020. Maybe you're watching this message and you're like, man, I wanna support the ministry of Love Unlimited. Let me tell you a little bit about what's happening this month at Love Unlimited. On November 22nd, we're gonna have a huge food distribution where we're gonna feed hundreds of family. And we can't do it without you. And so I'm gonna ask you today to give a special donation above your regular giving so that we can reach Miami for Jesus and that we can put food on the table to those that do not have a meal this holiday season and we can't do it without you. And so all you need to do is uh, go to loveunlimited.com forward slash give and you can make your donation on there. If it's if it's for the general fund, you pick general fund. If, if it's for uh, our outreach, you pick outreach and you say, hey, I wanna give towards outreach and that would be amazing and that would really help us to be a blessing in this city. You can also give using Cash App. All you need to do is open the Cash App and uh, write the dollar sign in the word Love Unlimited and you can send your donations to us and we'll make sure that those that need it get it. On January 10th, 2021, we're gonna relaunch the church. We're gonna have weekly services every week, full children's ministry. It's gonna be amazing. And we can't do this without your support. We really want to start strong. We want to start the year off strong. We want to do incredible things for God because our country needs it. Our city needs it. And we need it. I need it. Um, and I'm sure you do as well. And now I want to invite you to worship with the Love Unlimited Band.
Thank you so much for watching this service today. I hope you enjoyed that song the same way that I did. And now I'm going to ask you to do a few things. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And that way you'll get the most up-to-date information. And if you've never filled out a Connect card, go ahead and text the word Connect to 786-541-1020. And right there, it's our way of staying in touch. And you give us your email address and we'll send you emails. And, and that way you get on 